Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This morning, racing towards freedom. Sydney's 70% target within reach. So when is Freedom Day? Restrictions to ease in Melbourne. Golf's back along with coffee in the playground. Touchdown, the Prime Minister back in Australia, flying into a border battle with the states. And the party continues. Celebrations in Perth as Melbourne exercises 57 years worth of demons. This is 7 News with Edwina Bartholomew. Good morning. New South Wales is racing towards its vaccination target of 70% double dose and could reach the milestone next week. It's looking more than likely the so-called Freedom Day will land on Monday the 11th of October, meaning a major relaxation of restrictions. There's an early taste of freedom today. Construction will begin operating at 100% capacity and council pools will open even in hotspot areas. Outdoor pools are outdoor and by the nature of that, that's a much lower risk of transmission of COVID than indoors. Of course, uh, part of that is encouraging strongly people to be vaccinated, uh, including staff. Premier Gladys Berejiklian will today release the 80% double dose plan for vaccinated and unvaccinated people. Daniel Andrews is preparing to reopen Victoria with the state set to reach its 80% single-dose target tomorrow. From 11.59 tomorrow night, some sports will resume, including golf, and Melbourne's travel limit will increase to 15 kilometres right across the central business district. It's not Freedom Day. Uh, it's not the end of the lockdown. We've still got a way to go, and we've got to get to 70% double-dose. As the state begins easing restrictions, vaccine passports will be trialled next month. Meantime, Geelong and the Surf Coast are waking up to their first morning out of lockdown. Most infections are now linked to existing contacts. A second demonstrator from Melbourne's anti-lockdown protest last week has now tested positive to COVID. The man in his 30s travelled from Geelong to take part. Health officials say he was infectious during the illegal gathering but haven't confirmed which day he attended. Gold Coast tourism workers are coming together this morning as they navigate another difficult holiday season. This September quarter alone has operators on track to lose almost $1 billion compared to the same period in 2019. The industry is weathering another season without key traffic from Sydney and Melbourne. Occupancy rates during this month's school holidays have been averaging 40%. 
The Prime Minister is calling on all premiers to unite and reopen borders once 80% of their population is fully vaccinated. Scott Morrison says there's no reason why states should remain closed at that level, claiming it's time to move on. Hoping to give Australians the gift of freedom this Christmas. What I'd like them to have for Christmas is their lives back. That's a gift I'd like to see us give them. Scott Morrison lays down the law to premiers. Comes a time when you just got to move on and get on with it. Speaking with Seven's political editor Mark Riley in Washington, the Prime Minister says internal borders must reopen once each state reaches the 80% vaccination threshold. Well, once you get to 80% of your population that's vaccinated, well, it's very clear. I can't see any reason why Australians should be kept from each other. He says some restrictions will remain in place well into next year, like QR codes and masks, but... We can't stay in second gear. We've got to get to top gear in living with the virus. We must go into the next chapter. Though each state is at a different chapter of the pandemic, and Mr Morrison faces backlash from those who are living relatively free at the moment. I don't think Queenslanders will want to let COVID in for Christmas. Facing the heat on climate policy too, the Prime Minister is sounding increasingly confident that he can get the support of the Coalition Party Room on a policy for net zero emissions by 2050, with the unlikely alliance of Barnaby Joyce delivering the Nationals. We need to get to net zero. And we've been working on a plan of, of how we can achieve that. That plan could be presented to the Coalition Party Room as early as next month. But a battle is brewing. Well, I'm dead set against uh, a net zero emissions target. The fight has only just begun. Jennifer Beshwati, 7 News. And Scott Morrison has now returned to Australia after his historic trip to the US. The Prime Minister touched down last night and was temperature checked as he got off the plane in Canberra. His arrival comes as support for the coalition has dropped. If an election was held now, the government could lose six to ten seats due to substantial voter swings in Victoria, Western Australia and New South Wales. Queensland remains the only mainland stronghold. That's according to a news poll by The Australian. And Australians are rolling up their sleeves to get vaccinated in record numbers. More than two million jabs were delivered last week to those aged 12 and over for the first time. The health minister says the rollout for children could be expanded if an overseas trial giving infants Moderna is successful. Chirag Saar is fully vaccinated and wants the same protection for his seven-year-old daughter. We are very happy to give a vaccination for my youngest one. I'll be excited. I like having vaccine. In the US, Pfizer is seeking approval to use its vaccine in children over the age of five. I have uh, written to and spoken with the Australian head of Pfizer to encourage them. Moderna is still in the clinical trial phase for children as young as six months in the US. If that vaccine is uh, approved, as being safe and effective for children, uh, then we already have access to it and we will be able to supply it to Australian families. For those that have access now, they're rolling up their sleeves at record pace. More than two million vaccines were administered across the country in the past seven days. Australia now at 75.8% first dose, 51.5% are fully vaccinated. If the vaccination rates continue at the current pace, in just a matter of days, Australia will reach the 80% first dose target. The government says 870,000 more people need to come forward for their shot for the nation to reach that milestone. 
To help, the current Moderna shipment is now complete with one million doses in pharmacies across the country. We'll have enough vaccines for every Australian to be vaccinated before the end of October. Unfortunately, also on the rise, calls to the poisons hotline. They've increased by 10% since the pandemic. Dozens of calls related to COVID, including someone who'd taken hydrogen peroxide through a nebulizer. Things that are not approved and what we would consider uh, very inappropriate. Experts warning, see your doctor. Oh gosh, uh, don't rely on any homemade or internet uh, advice. Miley Hogan, 7 News. Some of the country's most feared terrorists could be back on our streets in just a few years' time. Thirteen convicted terrorists would be released under new strict supervision laws by 2025. The new laws, likely to be voted on in federal parliament next month, would give authorities a number of critical surveillance options to monitor them outside jail. Police are hunting three suspects after a man was shot in Sydney's southwest. Officers were called to Macquarie Fields yesterday afternoon after neighbours reported hearing multiple gunshots. The man was found with a hand injury and was taken to hospital in a stable condition. Three men were seen fleeing in a getaway car. Tens of thousands of Australians may have missed the signs of an impending heart attack or stroke because of the pandemic. The Heart Foundation estimates there will be 350 heart attacks, strokes and heart-related deaths over the next five years that could have been prevented. We have 1.5 million Australians who are at high risk. So that means they're at high risk of having a heart attack or stroke in the next five years. The Foundation says deaths can be prevented by a simple checkup and are urging people not to ignore the symptoms. The surprising faces behind a popular COVID data website have now been revealed. And no, they're not a group of IT specialists, but a trio of tech-savvy teenagers from Melbourne. Jack, Darcy and Wesley have been more productive than most during lockdown. The teenagers created and run the popular COVID base AU website. With lockdown, that sort of uh, made things a lot easier, I suppose. Aged just 14 and 15, they came up with the idea at the start of the year. Their website has simple-to-read data, including vaccination rates and COVID cases for every state. We've tried to make things in the sort of especially on our Twitter, the most visually appealing sort of way. Jack collates the data while Darcy and Wesley manage the website. In year seven, I built a website for school. Making infographics, uh, keeping track of COVID-19 events, like to make a chronology of a like, timeline. The trio revealed their identities the day they got their Moderna vaccines. They're among the 30% of Victorians aged between 12 and 15 who've now had their first dose. You, you had a little bit of a sore arm afterwards, but I, uh, none of us had any side effects. The big reveal paid off. Their Twitter following doubled to 40,000. But their hobby will take a back seat when school resumes next term. Don't worry, we do get everything done, but... Uh, yeah, I think it, it can be a bit of a juggling act. Melina Saris, 7 News. Good on you boys. Checking finance news for now. The Dow Jones finished the session higher over the weekend. So did the Nasdaq in London. The FTSE fell and Germany's DAX closed lower. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,749 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 78.09 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.58 US cents, 80.36 Japanese yen and $1.03 New Zealand. 
The majority of Queenslanders want daylight saving time. That's according to new research. Queensland University found 70% of Brisbane residents and 60% of Queenslanders actually back it. But the sentiment isn't the same in the bush. Fewer than 50% of regional Queenslanders want it. Researchers are hoping the findings will reignite the age-old debate. The airport on the Spanish island of La Palma has reopened after a 24-hour closure due to volcanic ash. The island's volcano sprang to life a week ago, spewing out lava and destroying almost 500 homes. Over the weekend, a large cloud of thick black ash forced several airlines to cancel flights. The UK Transport Secretary says there is no national fuel shortage despite long queues at petrol stations across England. Pumps have been running dry after panic buying caused by a shortage of fuel tank drivers. If everyone is sensible, does their bit, not filling up, not joining the back of that queue, uh, when you have a, uh, you know, a, a tank which is over half full, then we'll quickly revert to the way it should be. The UK government is offering temporary visas to foreign truck drivers to resolve fuel delivery problems. One of the biggest charity events ever held, a 24-hour concert featuring music artists from right around the world, has finally wrapped up. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Ash, this looked amazing. Global Citizen Live, watched by millions. That's right, Eddie, an impressive lineup of stars from right around the world getting together to raise awareness of issues like climate change, poverty and vaccine inequality. For the most part, there were thousands of people, crowds at these concerts around the world, but sadly not in Australia. Our Delta Goodrum performing in front of an empty opera house last night. Uh, performances overnight too from Metallica, Duran Duran uh, and Ricky Martin too. This concert... Uh, kicking off in Paris with a performance from Elton John. Performances from Kylie Minogue overnight in London to a very impressive lineup. Eddie? Certainly was. Thanks so much for that, Ash. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. To sports news now, Melbourne Demons players and fans are still celebrating hard after the club's drought-breaking AFL grand final win at Perth's Optus Stadium on Saturday night. Fans turned out in their thousands in the streets of the West Australian capital. Lockdown supporters in Melbourne also showed their support from Victoria. It was the Demons' first premiership in 57 years. Well deserved. Rising NRL star Reese Walsh has apologised to fans after his arrest on the Gold Coast over the weekend. The Warriors star was handcuffed by police in the early hours of Sunday morning after being told to move on from an area of surface paradise. He was later searched and they found a small bag of cocaine. Walsh is considered the front runner to win Rookie of the Year at tonight's Dally M medal. Lewis Hamilton has retaken the Formula One championship lead after winning his 100th race at the Russian Grand Prix. A late downpour caused chaos in the final laps. Race leader Lando Norris giving up his maiden victory, spinning out with two laps to go. 
and Hamilton takes the lead of the race as Lando Norris slides off the track. Hamilton leads Max Verstappen by two points, who went from the back of the grid to second. Australia's Oscar Piastri continued his charge towards a world title, winning the Formula 2 race. And Jack Doohan, son of legendary Australian motorbike rider Mick Doohan, won the Formula 3 race. Great day for the Aussies. Arsenal's resurgence in the Premier League continues after thumping North London rivals Tottenham 3-1. After dropping their first three league games, the Gunners have now won three in a row. Almost a year after a life-threatening skull fracture, Raul Jimenez scored his first goal in Wolves' 1-0 win over Southampton. Taking a look at the weather around the country for you now, mostly cloudy in Brisbane, a top of 22 degrees. Sydney, mostly sunny in 19. Early frost, then sunny in Canberra, 18. Melbourne, mostly sunny in 20. Hobart, mostly sunny in 18. Adelaide, 24 degrees, mostly cloudy. Perth, 21, with some possible showers around. And Darwin, mostly sunny and 33 degrees. And that's seven early news for this Monday, the 27th of September, 2021. I'm Edwina Bartholomew.